If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome in here on a Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern. You are typically joined by the two of us, and we are here to make that a reality for you. It's the Yahoo NFL Fantasy Show looking ahead to the Sunday main slate. I'm Adam Kaufman, joined by Eric Lindquist, who, contrary to popular belief, is actually here. He is. Oh, my God. He's with us. We're going to get to a whole lot of stuff involving the main slate. It's a 12-gamer coming up on Sunday. How are you, my man? I'm doing good. Uh, I don't even know what's going on here today. I just had a nice, lovely morning where I had extra time to prepare because apparently I was on a show this morning that I completely forgot about and completely screwed up. So uh, I'm still here at Osmo. That's exciting to me, but I have a lot of making up to do. So as a result, it's been like three, four hours of studying for Yahoo. I'm ready (laughs) to rock extra hard here today. Well, look at it this way. That show that you missed earlier, that was a half hour program. So you came here for the hour show. So you're putting your time in. I mean, you just, yeah. you know, if you had to choose between the two, you you went to double your pleasure with, uh, you know, twice as much fantasy talk this afternoon. That's okay. Yeah. Screw the boss, man. Like that's, that's really what it was. I didn't want to give him all the goods. I didn't want to give him all of my lineups uh, for the lineup builder show. So I was able to protect them. So now I've got my million dollars in coming on Sunday. Like I knew I would. Alex can't be the only one tweeting about the nerds. Mm-hmm. He's going to have some competition <laughs> out there after you take the million bucks. We're rooting for you, big guy. Thanks. Anybody guy. has uh, any questions, any comments, any suggestions, any anything that you want to share with us, get it all out there for you here on the Osmo YouTube page, where, of course, we will monitor that. Our guy, Tyler, who is our producer, he'll keep an eye on it as well. Either that or play with his dog in the background, one or the other. The important <laughs> thing is we will all collectively stay busy, and we look forward to uh, all of you being here with us for the next like I said, 50 or so minutes before we're out of here. We're talking exclusively Yahoo. So that is the platform that uh, if you have any questions about, we'll be going position by position, talking about optimal lineup, getting into some injuries, a lot of NFL news obviously coming out over the course of the day today, some big expected absences this weekend. So we'll dive into all that. But first, as I always begin, I want to tell you about our good friends at Yahoo, who of course, make this show possible and they're the reason that we're here so we appreciate them we appreciate you and here are all the details that i hope you know already but just in case you don't let me fill you in so we've partnered with yahoo fantasy this nfl season to bring you an offer it is almost too good to be true folks 
Thanks to the partnership with Yahoo, we have an exclusive deal. Gets you two free months of Osmo Plus Platinum. It's a limited time offer. Will be reduced to one free month after Sunday. So you really want to act quickly. To qualify, you need to be new to Yahoo. That's key here. Sign up for an account via the link in the video description below. Deposit and play. It's really that simple. Yahoo will send us your name after you play in your first paid contest. We will reach out via email with your coupon. If you need immediate access because you want to play today, that's fine. Email support at osmo.com will get you all set up. Just to emphasize, this offer is for new Yahoo users only. If you're already a Yahoo user, that's great. We want you to be. Unfortunately, though, you won't be eligible for this promotion. So uh, in addition, I do want to tell you, you can claim $10 of free contest entry credit via the Yahoo 10 link in the description below, which can be used to enter Yahoo contests, including Sunday's $1 million baller and week five user appreciation special with $15,000 going to first place, 10 grand guaranteed overlay as well. This contest, it's only $10 to enter, will remain private until 10 a.m. Eastern Sunday morning. So Osmo users will have exclusive first access, folks. You can find the link to join the contest in the video description below as well. Make sure you use our DFS tools and projections designed specifically for Yahoo to give yourself the best shot at winning. So take advantage and join Yahoo Fantasy today. I think I covered it all. My God, uh, pros pro at work right there. Yeah, I mean, it'd be, it'd be better if we couldn't see me just staring at my screen reading the whole time, all all the copy. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, uh, I was you're going, fired, hey, what the, the heck, way. man? Yeah. Well, I was going to say, thank you for taking some steam off me. This is good. This is good. I didn't want you to have to worry about talking anytime soon. I want to okay, run through all of that for you. But now this this is where I, I lay up and I, you know, I, I give you your platform, give you your opportunity. Obviously, we've seen Christian McCaffrey who went from I'm playing or at least I want to play. He's been listed as doubtful for this upcoming game for Carolina this weekend, which is a real bummer for season-long people like me who happen to have him. But uh, it looks like he's not going to play. Certainly makes some other people more viable for Carolina. We'll get to that. As far as Tennessee, Julio Jones, that's not working out so well early on. He's not playing this weekend. So uh, Derrick Henry, you know, continue to load up on him as if you weren't already. And we'll talk more about him, obviously. But what are the key injuries this weekend that you're watching? Oh, God. Of all injuries that popped up here, Devontae Parker questionable is affecting me the most right now. I've been obsessed with this game since Monday when I first looked at the slate when we started digging in. Talked about it Wednesday on the ownership show or the roster ship show, should I say here, uh, for Yahoo, the roster ship show that we have mm-hmm. with Lofi, with Matt Kajewski. We covered a lot of that stuff. And looking at the top stacks tool, which is really kind of the easy barometer you can use to build lineups to help you look at what you're trying to capture in terms of upside, that Tampa Bay-Miami game is just off the chain, especially from the Tampa Bay side. But in terms of runbacks, if you want that game to stay competitive, I wanted Devontae Parker out there. I mean, Jalen Waddle is going to be the obvious beneficiary of this kind of news. And I don't necessarily like it nearly as much if I only am going to have him as the main bringback. I suppose Mike Jasicki is a guy that we could talk about a little bit. But God, Devontae Parker out of there, Will Fuller broke his finger. So... That Miami side, I mean, they were already not the most intriguing thing. You were kind of trying to make it a thing. But if Jalen Waddle is going to be chalked, that's going to be a terrifying proposition for that game now. What else in addition to uh, obviously Devontae Parker? I know you said that's the one that's hit you the most right now. but we Yeah, have, uh, well, I was going to say it's, it's not the most important by far, but it's the thing that for me in terms sure. of my lineups, in terms of targeting what I was doing is going to affect what I'm doing the most. But 
Obviously, Christian McCaffrey, it sounds like he's doubtful. Let's just kind of assume that going forward, he's going to be out here. You have Hubbard, who did not perform up to expectations last week, but he remained at $18 here. That's a low number now, going up against a Philadelphia side that has been susceptible on the run. We all saw what happened in that Dallas game, where Dallas just ran it all over them with Ezekiel Elliott, tiny bit of Tony Pollard in there. I mean, Juba Hubbard at $18 now becomes another conversation point, a secure enough workload there where, I mean, that's kind of an immediate source of value that we get on Yahoo immediately. Something we've uh, got here, too. I'm just taking a look. So Jimmy Garoppolo not practicing again today. So the expectation, Trey Lance will start this weekend. Is that something that you're, uh, you know, I don't know. Does it matter to you? I, we'll get to the quarterbacks in a moment. Jimmy Garoppolo. It matters. One, you oh, know, yeah. uh, at least as of right now, based on projections, if he were to play, he's considered a good value opportunity, but it's looking like he's not going to. Well, so Trey Lance, we can just start at the quarterback position. That's kind of where we're at. The guy had seven rushing attempts in one half of football, 41 yards. You look at a full complement of football here. I mean, you put up 20.38 fantasy points against Seattle, and Seattle is a little bit – I don't even know what to make of the defenses in the NFC West. I mean, up is down, left is right. Arizona's yeah. apparently got a fantastic defense at this point. They just held the Rams in check last time out. I'm not sure really what to think. I just know that that game is definitely going to be one of the more – uh, enticing game environments to be looking at. We're going to talk about Kyler Murray at the top end of this. That total has plummeted, though, four and a half points from open. Open at 53 and a half. It's already down to 49 here uh, mm. as I'm looking around the industry at a couple spots there. But Trey Lance, he's got crazy upside with the legs. And I mean, you showed it in one half of football. If they're behind, which we kind of assume them to be against Arizona in this spot, he's going to be rushed out of there, making plays with his feet. He had one deep ball that was kind of like a like a gimme with Debo Samuel there that kind of, I think, bolstered his fantasy outcome a little bit. But it's not like you're paying that much for him. He's pretty darn cheap, especially over on Yahoo. He's number $23. God, that is a fantastic play on Sunday now. Another injury note, and we will go position by position as advertised, but just you know, hitting on some of the key things mm -hmm. off the top. I mentioned Julio Jones is not going to play the hamstring injury, but A.J. Brown, after missing uh, last week, or at least getting knocked out with a hamstring injury, he is, according to Mike Vrabel, expected to be out there. So, I don't know, given the, uh, the, the injury that is coming off of, yes, he's still A.J. Brown, but is that a guy that you're looking to play? You're looking to avoid him? You know, what's your approach there? I think you have to, especially we saw that uh, Westbrook Akina ended up getting dinged up a little bit. I think he's had some injury stuff this week as well. That's limited him in practice that could limit him in the game, but not that you're worried about him being somebody who's going to cut into the target share of AJ Brown. This is a Jacksonville defense that is just egregious. They're terrible. They should be able to run the ball. I mean, obviously he's a direct leverage play up against Derrick Henry and the amount of roster ship that's going to be going his direction. But I mean, Jacksonville's been pretty good at limiting guys on the ground. They've held three straight teams under 100 yards rushing, but they are just gettable. The opposite is true, where it's 300 yards plus passing on the other side that they've given up. And most of those are in negative game scripts anyway, so you would assume teams would want to run the ball more. So that's just telling you maybe A.J. Brown really kind of sticks out as somebody that you should be upping your ownership to as we get a little bit closer to Sunday. Uh, obviously, Julio out is a big deal, but... Uh, Westbrook Akeen is kind of the other guy where, you know, if he's limited or if he doesn't suit it up, I mean, there's just nobody that's going to give any kind of resistance to the passing game volume that's going to go A.J. Brown's way. Let's get into the quarterbacks here and do what we're supposed to do. Now, I feel like I, I should mention just off the top names that we would typically be talking about. Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, guys like that. They are all playing in primetime this week, so they are not 
factors, at least for this show and what we're doing here as far as the main slate. Again, a 12-gamer, 12, not 13, because, of course, no, we don't have bye weeks yet, but we Mm -hmm. do have a London game going on early on Sunday. The Jets taking on the Falcons in that one. Uh, early to start off your Sunday. So you get a lot of football coming up this weekend, which is always a good thing as well. Kyler Murray, you mentioned him before. He Uh is the top projected scorer on the slate right now, regardless of position or primetime versus main slate or anything like that. He is the top projected scorer, 25 plus points. Comes in though at $41, almost the most expensive, not quite there. That's Derrick Henry, who is 42. But Kyler Murray at the top. So let's begin with him before we even dip down at the quarterback position a little bit. Is I mean, Kyler's Kyler, right? You know what he's capable of, both with the arm and certainly with the legs. Is he someone that you just have to pay up for? You don't have to pay up for him. And I mean, he's really only had week one and week two where you needed to have him. If you played him the last two weeks, not only was it impossible to find any kind of a stack with him because James Connors just getting all this goal line work, you're kind of hoping Kyler Murray can run into a touchdown or, you know, isn't just spreading it around. He's just been so effective and efficient here less of a willing rusher as opposed to last season. It looks like they're just, there haven't been like those eight, 10, 12 type rushing attempt games that we saw over the course of the 2020 season, definitely been more of a pocket passer. And then obviously making so many great plays with his feet outside of the pocket, been very accurate as well. I mean, over 65% completion game, every single game over 75% his last three times out outrageous efficiency from a guy that I don't know if that was necessarily his calling card, coming into the league. It was definitely just playmaking in his legs, but uh, Kyler Murray sticking out in our top stacks tool. We have Yahoo now attached to our top NFL DFS stacks tool. You need to be checking that out. If you've got Osmo plus Arizona, the second best top stack percentage, 11.4%. And they're just not being rostered that much. $41 is a steep price to be paying up for quarterback, but you can't tell me that if Kyler Murray busts one for 20 yards, scores a touchdown with his legs, that he wouldn't be an imperative part of this slate. So I think with the positive positive leverage, we have 2.7% going towards him. Definitely makes an exciting play for Sunday. After Kyler Murray with those other guys that I mentioned playing in prime time and, and you know, not relevant to what we're talking about here, then you got to go to old man river, Tom Brady, the seven time champ, fresh off breaking the NFL's all time passing record. He is actually the second highest projected score at the quarterback position. Again, in terms of guys that are available on the main slate, 22 points, just marginally ahead of Dak Prescott, who's right behind him. They're priced a little bit differently. Brady's got Miami, a place that he has historically struggled. Of course, a lot of that was before he was playing in Florida full-time. So, you know, coming from the New England cold to go in and play in Miami, that was always a thing, whether it was a Brady thing or a Patriots thing. I don't know, but it was a thing, whether it is now that he is a member of the, the you know, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the defending champs, and and in that climate year-round, maybe it's not a factor anymore. But he comes in $38, Dak Prescott with the Giants divisional matchup, NFC East for the Cowboys, or very good, by the way, uh, 3-1 and to start off the year. He is $34, so just a little bit cheaper than Brady. Does the Miami thing, does the warm weather thing even enter your mind with Tom Brady anymore, given that he is a buck? Well, what happened is last week we saw atrocious weather. I mean, you're a you're a Patriots guy, correct? I am. Rip. I'm sorry about that. Well, actually, no, I'm not sorry. <laughs> Mac Jones is fine. fantastic. We're fine. You're fine. You've got Billichek. You've got Mac Jones. You're yeah. starting the regime all over again. That's the right. Evil Rebuilding. Empire. The em- Evil Empire got episode seven and eight to rebuild. I think you're yeah, going to be all right. Go. So there you go. Uh, I knew you'd like that one. But Tom Brady for this massive tournament on uh, Yahoo. 
There's 150K overlay again. This is like the best tournament you can possibly be playing this Sunday. I can guarantee you right now, if the slate started right this second, Tom Brady would be my highest owned quarterback and it wouldn't be close. Not Mm. only uh, do I just kind of write off that entire game with all of the things at play. It was terrible weather. You had Bilicek who has seen Tom Brady play for how many years, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, and knows all of his tendencies. And he's a fantastic quarterback, but like there were a lot of factors at play. It was nice for Tampa Bay to get in there have just an emotional win there in that spot. But outside of that game, we've had three straight, just 30 point, uh, 30 point, just mashings that he's kind of put up here uh, over the course of this season. They are a pass first football team. Leonard Fournette is going to be an interesting play. And I think I'm kind of starting to come around to getting to a little bit more of him, but in our NFL advanced stats page, which is game script adjusted rush percentage, Tampa Bay's passing at the fourth highest clip out of anybody in the NFL right now through four weeks. You have Pittsburgh, who has been in a bunch of negative game scripts. The Chargers, Justin Herbert's awesome. And hey, Mac Jones, number one right now. That's absurd. But Tampa Bay, I love going to them because you know, even if they're ahead, they're giving Tom Brady the opportunity to go out there and create things. Sure, this is kind of the same argument we had about, oh, is Josh Allen really going to be able to get a ceiling game against Houston if they're going to be so decrepit? We kind of had the same situation, but... I side a little bit more with the GOAT, a little bit more with Tom Brady. I also think he makes an easy pairing with a guy like Chris Godwin, who I think I'm going to be relying on a little bit more in the slot. I think he avoids a little bit more of Xavier Howard as opposed to Mike Evans, who I think is probably going to get paired up with him a little bit more. So I like him. I like Antonio Brown. I like playing both of them along with if Devontae Parker is going to be out, Jalen Waddell. I mean, that is just such an easy game stack. And in the top stacks tool, not to keep jumping around all the tools, but they're fantastic mm-hmm. and fun. Why wouldn't I talk about them? 10% leverage. You never see double digit leverage on a team. Tampa Bay, I'm telling you right now, right now, you need to have a ton. Going back to Prescott, we know Dak's back, right? The guy's been very, yeah. very good on the whole since he returned. You know, the the injury is just a memory, especially that that week one performance was out of this world, went for, what, north of 400 passing yards. Last week, what's, you know, interesting, so a couple of weeks ago, kind of a, a dud performance by him. Last week, all depends on what you look at, right? Like, Zeke has the huge game. Dak passes for four touchdowns. He didn't hit 200 passing yards, mm-hmm. so it was, it was a much more – a balanced offensive attack between the pass and the rush. You don't know what he's going to, he's not going to go out. It seems like, you know, last year before the injury, those first four and a half games before he went down, he's out there passing with regularity 50 times a game. We're not going to see that this year. They're just not running it that way this year, which is, which is fine. You know, it's fine, but can be a little bit of a challenge, obviously for fantasy owners, Never mind what to expect from that offense in terms of who to target. That's a whole other conversation, but at least, you know, the guy throwing the ball is Dak Prescott and he's been good. So how are you feeling about him? Divisional matchup again, good team giants on the other side, not a great team. Uh, I, I would think it's favorable for him, especially being at home to finish off this three game homestand. Yeah. So he's the third highest uh, rostered quarterback that we have right now in our Yahoo projections. And, and he should be, I mean, it makes a lot of sense against this giant secondary that's been uh, eviscerated here in the early going of the season. And, you know, the, this entire game, I, I think it's gaining a little bit too much popularity, especially at Yahoo. Some of the prices don't necessarily, uh, they're just not appropriate. I would say for a couple of these guys, Daniel Jones on the other side being $25, but Dak at 34, you can't tell me this offense isn't just going to be effective. I mean, this entire team is just, Dallas is way better than what I anticipated them being. 
I don't even think it was a question about Dak Prescott for me. I, I assumed he would probably be all right, but these skill players, I mean, CD lamb just jumps off the page for me in this spot and Amari Cooper, uh, should he give it a go, which I'm ass- assuming he will. Cause he had a pretty clean Thursday practice, even though he has a Q tag next to him on a number of different sites. Um, he's got it on Yahoo as well. So $25 there. I think Dak Prescott is a, is a fine play. You got to be careful though, because double digit roster ship right now, if that thing starts climbing up a little bit, I really do kind of prefer some of these top end guys to get to for like mega ceilings in Tom Brady in Kyler Murray. I just don't want to be in line with 20% Dak Prescott. And in the event that you lose Amari Cooper in this game, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just going to be all the CD lamb in the world. And it's so hard to, even in a tournament like this, where, you know, the, the million dollar baller is 42,500 entries. It's so hard to get away from 20% of lineups or 15% of lineups that look the same. So I would probably opt to be a little bit lower on him if the slate started now, but just be very sensitive to what that number changes uh, moving into Sunday. Oh, don't forget Zeke's in a great spot projected this weekend as well, you know, especially after what he did last weekend, hitting, you know, almost 150 rushing yards. Dalton Schultz all of a sudden is a thing. Last couple of weeks, Blake Jarwin is someone you need to take seriously. So it's it's not even like it's just the the wideouts either for that Dallas team. But let's uh, stick with the quarterbacks here. All right, so that's the top end. Value. Value is an interesting conversation. You mentioned Mac Jones before. Texans in Houston coming up this weekend. Mac Jones is actually the highest value quarterback in terms of projections. He is uh, sitting here at, at 9.1x. Another rookie, Justin Fields, who is the starter going forward. Finally, for Chicago, he is 8.5x. How are you feeling about the NFL freshman? Okay, so the NFL freshman, I mean, I, I prefer Trey Lance for sure. Uh, I think between the two. A little bit more unknown. Justin Fields, I feel like uh, he's just kind of put himself in a spot. I mean, I, I don't even know what uh, the efficiency numbers against against Detroit here last week. Kind of a gimme spot and nothing really happened. They, they just don't look like they want to open up the playbook to him here. They didn't really have to. I mean, they were in control of that game start to finish. And, you know, 11 for 17, that's that's far from what you're looking for. He's $20. That's the best argument I can really come up for him. And I, I would have to say there's against this Vegas team, maybe they open it up a little bit more here, but it doesn't seem like that's going to be what Nagy wants to do. My thing with Trey Lance is there's just so much rushing that uh, upside that exists there. And, you know, right now uh, we had a very, very low projection on him. It's 0.86 because I, I think he wasn't assumed to be the starter. Once that updates uh, over at Osmo on Fantasy Cruncher and elsewhere, I'm telling you, Trey Lance is really going to jump off the page at $23. I think it's easy to pair him with Devo Samuel, Kittle. Should he be good to go? Again, just the the overall look of that game and the game environment, it's still a near 50-point total. I really, really like Trey Lance uh, straight up over Justin Fields. But, you know, if it ends up being like 15% as opposed to 2% Justin Fields, sure, I'd be going his direction, but I doubt that's going to be the case. If you guys have any questions, don't hesitate to get them in here on the Osmo YouTube page. We're keeping an eye on you. We see you guys in the chats. Thank you for being with us, obviously. And hit the like while you're here. Hit the like, hit the subscribe button on the Osmo YouTube page. And uh, listen, it's it's how we make a living. You know, it's you, you got to hit the like, you gotta you gotta hit subscribe, and that way we can be paid. I mean, that's not I like really that. true, but I'd like you to believe it's true so that we get more uh, of that engagement, more of that interaction. We can come back to the quarterbacks if anybody has any thoughts, questions, whatever else. Uh, Let's go play Jalen Hurts. Play Jalen Hurts. Yeah, that's pretty, the last thing I have to say. Play Jalen Hurts. Play yeah. uh, Trey Lance. Play you know Tom Brady. All all the big guns right there. Uh, we got about a half hour left. Let's go to the running backs here. Derrick Henry is the highest priced guy on this slate. He is uh, forty two dollars. 
at Jacksonville should be a laugher this game, unless it's, you know, I've, I've made this reference before, but unless it becomes this, you know, let's win it for urban kind of game for the Jaguars, which I really don't see coming in this situation. Titans even depleted should, you know, no pun intended with Derrick Henry, but should run away here in this one. He is projected for uh, about 21 points. He's the top guy. We'll get some of the secondary guys, including one James Robinson, who was top three on the other side of this matchup there. $26 for him, considerably cheaper, projected for about 17 points. What's your outlook on Henry first? I think I like Henry more this week than last week, and it's more of slate dependent and also site dependent. This is why you need to be playing multiple sites. You need to be playing over on, you know, the Yahoo's competitors, as well as you need to be playing a lot on Yahoo because you're losing Christian McCaffrey. Sounds like he's going to be out. You're losing Dalvin Cook. Ezekiel Elliott, he got 75% of the running back touches, but Tony Pollard is definitely still a thing there. Alvin Kamara has apparently lost all ability to catch a football or so. Uh, that's kind of the way that he's been uh, utilized this season. It's just, we know that the pass catch uh, pass catching is there. He just hasn't been utilized in that role here. Just a pure rusher at this point in time and not goal lines too. So rip to that. I mean, Derrick Henry is just far and away at the running back position, the most consistent. He's the guy you can depend on. He's got a phenomenal matchup against Jacksonville. For me, it, it feels appropriate right now. 31.6% is what we've got him being rostered over at Yahoo. And I expect it to be even higher than that simply because there's nobody else to really be paying up for at the position outside of Camara. I mean, Dalvin Cook, uh, he's questionable. Uh, even if he plays, he played like less than 50% of the snaps last week. He did not look right. He should have not been playing in that game. And Zeke, you said you liked, and I think he makes a great pivot off of like the Dak Prescott ownership and love there. But Derrick Henry, above and away, I don't know what to say. Larry Johnson. Uh, had the most touches by a running back, 416 uh, back in the early 2000s. That was the most rushing attempts ever by a running back. Derrick Henry's on pace. We're not talking about grandma, are we? (laughs) We're on pace. Derrick Henry's on pace for over 460 is what I'm getting at. We're talking about a guy who's doing historic things, who's getting historic volume. So yeah, you should probably have a lot of him. I couldn't have been more wrong about that, by the way, just to to own that. I mean, that is something I felt (laughs) passionately about going into the season that especially now the injuries have played a major role, Mm -hmm. like AJ Brown going down, Julio Jones going down. It's shaken everything up, you know, to its core in terms of how I felt about this. But I thought if those guys were healthy, if they were at their full complement of weapons every single game, which is, you know, the odds are never in favor of, but if that Mm -hmm. were a reality, the Derrick Henry's usage compared to last year, year before 300 plus carries each of those years, I thought it was going to go down. I really did. I didn't think, especially at this stage of his career, where he's at in his contract, they were not going to just quite literally run him into the ground. I thought they'd be just a a little bit more conservative with Derrick Henry this year. And it's gone the other way. Not only that, Ryan Tannehill is PFF's third graded quarterback through four Hmm. weeks. I mean, he's good. Ryan Tannehill, when his move from Miami to Tennessee, he needed a change of environment. It worked out to a T for him. Obviously, this is going to be a run first football team so long as Derrick Henry has a pulse. But Ryan Tannehill, the combination of the three, if they could ever be healthy. And for Julio, that's an eternal question mark. Uh, He's one of the guys you just put him in the Will Fuller bucket of like whether or not they're made of glass or not. But Ryan Tannehill has been very, very admirably uh, performed admirably here in his entire Tennessee Titans career and will going forward, but it doesn't matter. Derrick Henry. I mean, this is just ridiculous. The amount that they're going to be leaning on him in this spot. So uh, most weeks I am in camp fade Henry. We saw in the lineup, uh, I did a lineup review show uh, with Josh earlier in the week on Monday and 
we went over some of the exposures to top players and it seemed like almost all of them were fading Derrick Henry or way below the field on him. And I think it worked out when you had massive wide receiver ceilings like Tyreek Hill on the slate, Debo Samuel that you needed to have. But on this slate, looking at the running back position, he is the guy you want to be paying up for. What do you think of Robinson? Because uh, to be honest, I'm a little surprised that he's projected for 17 points. So I have, I I'm going back and forth on this. I, I was obsessed with him early in the week. And then obviously everybody else was too. And it's kind of jumping up. We have a boom bus tool, which we're working on some Yahoo compatibility for, but it's for the other two sites that we have. And James Robinson has the highest boom percentage. And it just becomes what is Carlos Hyde's workload going to look like? So Carlos Hyde was inactive. He had a shoulder injury. 95% of the snaps went James Robinson's way against Cincinnati. So if you give me 90, 95% of the snaps for anybody who's going to be, you know, at $26 that we're looking at for James Robinson, I mean, this is comparatively to the other sites, the most expensive site to be playing James Robinson is on Yahoo. But maybe for tournament purposes, he's only at 12%. That might be the spot where you want to maybe invest on him a little bit over the field as opposed to the other two main sites, mainly because if he gets 75% plus of this workload, and I'm not saying that they're going to go, you know, mall Tennessee, but Tennessee is not a very good defense. They have a team total above 21, which by Jacksonville standards is enormous. I'm just saying that James Robinson has a massive fantasy outlook. So long as he's getting 75% plus of those touches, if I could guarantee you that right now, I would have an eternal amount of him, even on Yahoo, but it's so hard to know right now. Hopefully Carlos Hyde is just inactive and you can jam him on Sunday, but that's probably not going to be the case. How about Alvin Kamara? About 19 projected points for him. He's $31. He's got Washington on the road. What are your thoughts on him? Uh, pain and suffering. So uh, <laughs> over the course of his entire early career, he had only gotten over 20 carries one time. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. He's done it three times now this season. Three times he's seen 20 plus rushing attempts. Last week, he didn't see a target in the passing game. Taysom mm. Hill vultured two touchdowns. I mean, we were just talking about a difficult, difficult situ- situation. Uh, Mr. Payton does not care about your fantasy football teams is kind of what I'm saying. And yep. it's, it's $31. Washington has proved to be a very gettable defense uh, compo- opposed to what we've seen in the past year. But I just don't know what to think about all of these red zone touches that are getting vultured and... Jameis Winston has been a reluctant part of this offense. I mean, they've, they've not given him the keys to do anything on the offensive end. They just try to limit all of his playmaking, anything. I mean, only 23, he's capped out at 23 pass attempts in all four games so far. So I, I don't really see offensively anything where, you know, Kamara would have to bust off a 20 plus yard run because inside the five, inside the 10, 
Taysom Hill is an automatic thing. So for me, I'm probably not going to be there on Camara for the second or third straight week because until I start seeing this passing volume actually get there and Jameis Winston get more than 23 passing attempts, I just can't do it. I tell you, I'm sure it's not Taysom Hill's ultimate aspirations. Like he doesn't want to be a gadget guy. Like he'd like to be out there playing every single game. He'd, I imagine he'd like to be a starting quarterback. You know, if you, you sat him down, that's, that's what the perfect world looked like for him. But that being said, man, does he not have the best job in football right now? You know, he's, yeah. he's like backup quarterback when it's convenient. So he's off on the sidelines and he's, you know, he's holding the clipboard. He's helping out. He's not getting hurt. Nobody's touching him. And then when it, you know, finally could, Hey, Taysom, we need you. Could you go in for a second? Just run for this touchdown real quick or, or catch one if we need you to. And then go back to the sidelines where like, he just comes in for the glory and then, you know, <laughs> drops back and pulls the Homer Simpson disappears into the tree, the bushes again. It's terrific. I'm trying to realize, living. have you ever heard Taysom Hill talk? I, I don't think I have. I don't think I have either. Is this dude just like, I, I mean, I he know he's Mormon, at some point right? last year when he was starting games. Okay. I, I, but I, even then I don't remember him talking. So, I mean, is he just like the most humble, like a uh, team first guy that's ever existed where he's like, yeah, whatever. Well, also he got paid a nice amount to be a backup quarterback. Slash well, remember they, guy. they gave him that. It was like $150 million contract, but it's like all monopoly money. Yeah, <laughs> almost, almost it, none of it is real money. Put it in the paper shredder. I mean, it's yes. not, it's not even real, but uh, what is real is him vulturing Camara, which for our purposes is just terrifying for me week yeah. in, week out. And I want to do it. I want to believe in Camara. I want to believe that this is the week, but until that price still comes down a little bit more, I can't do it. Our guy, producer Jordan, hanging out in the chat. Good to see you, Jordan. You have friends in town for the weekend, though, bud. Go back to having fun. You know, get out of here. <laughs> go go, go do something. Hey, Jordan uh, Klein, I'll see you in six hours, my guy. Oh, he's got to work tonight? Poor no, guy. he's coming. No, he's coming my way. We live in Los Angeles. Oh, We're, like, you, friendly now. Hello, Jordan Klein. Stop my friend. that. You, you oh, guys hanging out. I know. It's adorable. I, I can't help it. Kind of jealous now. I, you should I'll, be, Adam I'll, Kaufman. I'll hey. Jump on a plane, my guy. Get out here. Just that easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's nothing else going on in the world right now. That's right. Super simple. Yeah, just pack a bag and get out of here. The family won't <laughs> care. All right, best value here at the running back position, then we'll go to wide receivers. And, uh, you know, as much as people wanted Gio Bernard to be a thing this year, it's not. Uh, Leonard Fournette is your top guy. 8.7x. Damian Williams. How about him? Damian Williams all of a sudden uh sprung into relevance you might say he is 8.1 x in terms of value what do you think of these two uh i'm terrified of the amount of damian williams and leonard fournette that are probably going to show up in my lineups especially damian williams if people are not willing to recognize that he is the number one running back and that he's going to see 85 percent plus which is kind of what i'm projecting him for in terms of snap share here I, I don't know what to tell you the guy is the only running back in the Chicago backfield that they want to give any work to in the absence of Montgomery. And at $18, it's like a steal against Vegas. The issues you have are, of course, this offense is not very potent. Allen Robinson's disappeared into the abyss because Justin Fields isn't really that good. Mooney's been effective here now. Um, and, and that should be an interesting thing to keep track of going forward. A lot of big play potential there. But if they're going to move the ball on Vegas, Damian Williams is going to see a lot of carries. And at $18, underneath 7% right now. If that thing is under 10%, I mean, he's going to be one of my highest rostered 
running backs. And there's really no question about it. Leonard Fournette, love the game environment. I already talked about how obsessed I am with this game, and I'm not going to shy away from playing a, a bunch of Uncle Lenny here. Uh, I'm happy to be firing him up at the exact same number. I think on Yahoo too, I might be looking at playing more three running back builds uh, than I might over on, 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 I want to say the site, but you know, the site I'm talking about the, sure. the DK one uh, I'm looking at that and uh, because it's, what was that? Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah, I was okay. saying for half point PPR purposes over here on Yahoo, I think having three running backs makes a lot of sense, whether it's Derrick Henry, Fournette, Williams. I mean, that trio specifically, if the slate started now, would definitely be my three highest rostered running backs. We'll go wide receivers. We've got about 20 minutes left in this program here. And uh, let's start with a question. Rick in the chat, Cooper or Debo or Chenault? What do you think? Uh, let me see the, the combo one more time. Is it in the chat here? Cooper, Debo, Chenault. You've already, uh, well, you uh, talked about so, two of them so far. Yeah, Cooper Cooper would be my favorite. Um, but price, we got to think about, like, what are they at there? Chenault has always been Alex Baker's guy, and you're going to see him ha- actually have some opportunity. If Jacksonville was ever going to put up a slate-winning performance, it would be against this tech, uh, this Tennessee time, uh, Titans secondary here. The thing I get worried about is if Derrick Henry just gets the ball fed to him 35 times, there aren't going to be enough possessions to really kind of get there. But Chenault, we talked about it last week. We both love this guy's promise. Uh, somebody that it, just get him the ball in space and let him create plays and, and go about your day. But uh, will it be something I want to rely on over the other two? Absolutely not. All right. More wide receiver talk. Your top projected wide out is uh, Devontae Adams. He's got Cincinnati in Cincy, about 18 projected points, $33. So naturally got to pay up for him. Some DJ Moore is uh, right behind in terms of the projection, only a point projected less, fewer, however you want to look at it, 17 points, 16.7 to be exact, considerably cheaper, which is why he is a top value option this week as well. We spent a lot of time on DJ Moore last week, $20 as compared to that 33 for Devontae Adams. Then Debo Samuel, who you have been on quite a bit already. He's a guy that shows up in the optimal lineup. We'll get to that a little bit later on. He's at Arizona, 16 projected points, very similar, obviously, to where things stand with Moore. He is $24. So you got Adams, a stud, a potential slate breaker, and then a couple of guys that don't necessarily have that same reputation, but again, they're a lot cheaper. Well, I got to say thank you to you. First of all, I mean, this show alone, just talking through it with you, DJ Moore, my guy was Terry McLaurin that I thought would win somebody a million bucks that you said, who's going to win the Yahoo tournament. Terry McLaurin was in the winning lineup. Debo Samuel. I mean, we could not have smashed the wide receiver position a whole lot more over on Yahoo. I didn't win anything because my running backs were garbage, but hey, (laughs) wide receiver, we absolutely crushed. So let's try to run that back here again. DJ Moore with no, with no, uh, with no Christian McCaffrey, it's just another smash. And I expect that that roster ship's going to climb, climb, climb as we get closer to Sunday. But against this Eagle secondary that was just eviscerated. And when I say eviscerated, it was more of like, um, it was more of like Keanu in the matrix against 50 dudes, kind of bolstering, okay. kind of like everybody gone, dude, it was just, yeah, just absolutely <laughs> blasting them. Tyreek Hill just did that to all those dudes. So, okay. uh, Good luck for that. I, I Again, I, I like doing shows with you because I can throw that in there. Terry McLaurin, yeah. another guy that I'm going to be right back to. New Orleans, much improved secondary. You know that they're going to try to do everything they can to slow him down. But, I mean, at $22, he's looking really nice to me as well. Mike Williams, a little bit more playable over there at 25 But, yeah, the main guys that we're looking at, Devontae Adams, there's no way around it. Do you feel like because his one big game of the year was on a Monday night and not on a main slate that people might be shying away from him more than they should? 
I think it's more just kind of knowing what the potential is and that it's always there and, and heaven forbid, you know, it, it be the week he goes off and I don't have him that, you know, that, that would be consistent, okay. consistently be my fear with him. You know what I mean? Yeah. FOMO Devonte Adams, yeah. 25% automatic FOMO. Like you play him, well, you figure you out the rest last year and he's, you know, he's getting two touchdowns a week. He's regularly, you know, going over a hundred yards. Rogers is targeting him a dozen times all the time. It's, you know, so this week it's just, you know, curse of Randall Cobb, I guess, you know, it's, it's just not, not the same outlook. He's got a new favorite, uh, favorite teammate in town, not to say Cobb's getting the same kind of share, but you know what I mean? He's just right. not, he's not giving Adams the same kind of attention. The offense though, for green Bay isn't operating at the level of efficiency it did last year. And you also had Aaron Jones who had a, you know, a four touchdown game recently. Exactly. And he's getting involved in the passing game there too. Yeah. I mean, I believe two of those were receiving touchdowns mm-hmm. that he had with Aaron Rodgers. not enjoyable. Uh, if you're a Devonte Adams fantasy owner to see stuff like that in Randall Cobb, I think we're going to see some big games going forward. This Cincinnati one, I mean, there's going to be a lot of, of looking into this. I mean, I've already looked at this for like three days now and the total has gone from 51 and a half down to around 49. I mean, we're seeing, we're seeing some interesting things happen here um, with, with this, or sorry, it's gone from 48 and a half to 51. So the total has gone up drastically here uh, for this game. And so, I mean, I've, I've started to come around to it, but I think the field's automatically going to be playing a lot of Devonte Adams. And most people don't necessarily pair him with, with Aaron Rodgers. I think if you want to get different on Yahoo involving Aaron Rodgers along with Devonte Adams might be kind of the contrarian way to go. Uh, but talking about him as a standalone $33 play, he's a much better play than Justin Jefferson for a dollar more. DeAndre Hopkins hasn't, they're just spreading the ball around so much more in Arizona. Rondell Moore, I don't think he's on the field enough to really be viable, but he's cutting into like some of the massive upside we're seeing for Hopkins. And we'll see what happens with the Chase Edmonds news. But Devontae Adams clearing away also, him and Derrick Henry, they're just blowing away the position for me. Listen, you want to get wild. You want to get goofy. You want to get a little crazy, folks. You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. I'm talking Carlos here in the chat. John Ross, the sneakiest play of them all this week. Just because Johnny Three Sticks had a touchdown last week, all of a sudden it's all in on the Giants and John Ross. He doesn't even show up in the value section where I'm looking. I'm, I mean, obviously, like Kobe Myers is at the top of this list, you know, near and dear to my heart. Maybe they think he's going to be passing for touchdowns again. Jacoby Myers is almost 10x this weekend. Robbie Anderson, again, another stud for Carolina, the way he's gone, eight and a half X. Uh, more right there with DJ Moore. We were talking about him before, but 8.4 X, but not, not, uh, no sign of John Ross here. Don't play John Ross. Stop it. Stop <laughs> it. It's like the Michael Jordan. Stop it. Get help. Uh, we don't want to do that. So John, John Ross, 44% of the offensive snaps, four targets, three receptions, 77 yards, touchdown. Everybody saw the touchdown. I don't care. I understand Slayton's out. I understand the Shepherds out. I don't care. Like we don't, we don't need to go down and, and try to make that a thing or, or points chase that. And, you know, he reminds me of like the new school. I mean, it didn't work out for him in Cincinnati, but like the new school Deshaun Jackson here where mm-hmm. you're, you're going to find these random weeks where it spikes, but I'm telling you the number of times it's going to work out with Daniel Jones, throwing him the football. Like if you're trying to get different with a Daniel Jones stack, who I believe is one of the two highest uh, rostered quarterbacks right now on Yahoo. Sure. Have a share of John Ross out of your 150 or something, but looking at him as something that we should be discussing on this show is definitely a no. Carlos says Slayton and Shepard around Galladay's a bust. You got to give Ross a lineup or two. Holiday, uh, his 116 yards on six <laughs> catches last week. Was, oh, Carlos, was, yes, Carlos, 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 my guy. 
you're better than that. Don't do this to me. <laughs> Don't do this. Um, what do you think of the other values that I mentioned? Again, Jacoby Myers, who uh, is certainly a, a favorite target of Mac Jones, much as he was last year for Cam Newton and uh, Robbie Anderson right behind him. Uh, so Robbie Anderson saw the volume. I believe he had 11 targets in that game. So we can start to make him a little bit more of a thing here. Chris Godwin, $26. I mean, he's going to be probably one of my highest, if not the highest wide receiver that I, I have exposure to, uh, on the entire slate. So, I mean, I, again, I'm just going back to this Tampa Bay Miami game in, in ridiculous amounts and Keenan Allen now $25. This is really kind of the fascinating thing. I can't remember the other name that you brought up. So I'm going to kind of just continue with my wavelength here. Uh, apologies ahead of time, but Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, both being $25 is very fascinating to me on Yahoo. Mike Williams is now more expensive on other sites as opposed to Keenan Allen. And, and I'm thinking that that's going to kind of be the sentiment there, but as a result, I think if you want to get your Keenan Allen exposure, get it over on Yahoo because $25 having the identical number, you can play them together with Herbert. You can play one or the other. Sure. But Keenan Allen at 7% in this spot going up against a Cleveland team. Everybody's seen them the last few weeks and thinks that this is like the world's most potent defense. Jadavian Clowney on one side, clown and folks. And of course, Miles Garrett on the other side, just doing Miles Garrett things. But I don't care. I mean, this Chargers offense is firing on all cylinders. Offensive coordinator Joe Lombardi is a real thing. Brandon Slater uh, on the left side, just opening up a, a lot of time here for Justin Herbert. I mean, Slater is Rashawn Slater. Sorry, the, the best left tackle in the NFL, I believe, through the first uh, four weeks of the season here. I'm just looking at the Chargers to put up some massive fantasy scores in any situation. Even against Cleveland here, I love getting to these wide receivers because I think it's them. You can play Eckler alone. You can play them in stacks. It's just such a fun team to get to in tournaments because they will never at their prices be over like 10% because they just, they kind of vulture each other's productivity to a certain, a certain point, but that's why they make such amazing tournament targets. And it was Mike Williams the first couple of weeks. I'm going to be way over the field on Keenan Allen this week. Jacoby Myers, the other one that maybe you forgot. And uh, okay. R yeah, here, I love Jacoby yeah, too. And R, he's your boy. R, R might be a Pats fan because R says John U. Smith dart. R adds Aguilar breaks slate. Yeah, the, I mean, this is the stuff that I want to hear going into that Texans game. I Pats would need a 400,000 entry tournament as opposed to a 42,500 entry tournament for me to want to like go that direction. But Jacoby Myers, I can get on board with Jacoby Myers. Did you know he has not scored a touchdown in three years of college and NFL football? However, he's uh, he, he's passed for one. He has. He hasn't scored one. Yeah, it's kind of wild. He Pretty sees wild. a mean, crazy Cam, amount of Cam volume. Newton, Cam Newton last year only threw for like eight the whole season. but <laughs> And Mac Jones, bad. I guess, has only thrown for a couple too. So it's not like there have been a whole lot of receiving touchdowns. But yeah, with the volume that he has received, it is surprising he hasn't found his way into the end zone. I'll give you that. Let's, somebody just said... <laughs> Let's start with Eglor being relevant on a slate. I think that that's the right answer and we should probably move on. But $13 yeah. for Jacoby Myers. Uh, he's definitely somebody that sticks out in the value column for us uh, at Osmo. And I think that he rightfully does. I mean, just, that's just a lot of volume. And I also alluded to it. And part of it is because you can't run the ball against Tampa Bay. And they had a 17% game of script adjusted rush percentage, which is like maybe the lowest number I've ever seen in that advanced stats tool here at Osmo. But New England, number one in passing uh, passing attempts here now uh, against what they should have in a, in a flat script. Uh, am I explaining that correctly? That yeah. is the right way of saying it. 30% yeah. of the time, they have been 
uh, running the ball, which is the lowest in the NFL here. So we're looking at New England passing volume, and, and you got to be thinking at $13, Jacoby Myers is going to get the lion's share of it. We keep telling you about all these tools, all these projections, all these things at our disposal, at our fingertips, a click of a button away. Well, they can be for all of you as well. The Osmo Plus NFL Express Weekly Pass, it's $3.95. That's it. $3.95 a week. I guarantee it will win you money. At least pay for your $4 weekly pass. You know, maybe you won't go win a million dollars or something like that, but to overcome the four bucks just to log in and check out some of the projections and tools and ownership or rostership and the Yahoo case and everything optimal lineups that is available to you at, uh, at your disposal. I don't know why you wouldn't do it. It's one of the best ways to introduce yourself. Awesome. Obviously to uh, fantasy and to awesome. fantasy as well. The Osmo plus NFL weekly pass. It is three 95. Get into it, folks do it included access to all of our NFL DFS player and ownership rankings, expert Slack channel, everything we offer, showdown, single game contest, you name it, it's available to you. And I would recommend that you check it out. Okay. Make sure you do it. Let's go to tight ends because we're down to our last eight minutes of this program. Travis Kelsey, Mark Andrews, they are both in prime time. They are unavailable to us here. So we are fixated on Darren Waller, who, uh, let me see. In week one, had 735,000 targets, whereas last <laughs> week was uh, not nearly the same guy, unfortunately, for anyone that out there needed him. He is projected for 14 uh, points this weekend. He's $23. You got George Kittle right behind him, doesn't projected points. Then you got to go down a little bit. TJ Hawkinson, who's uh, just south of 10, he's $21, but so is Kittle. Between the two, I'd rather have Kittle. Uh, Waller, obviously, is the guy of that group you would want to have. It's just a question of whether you can make room in your lineup to pay for him. Yeah, so let's let's start with Waller because, I mean, he's 28%. He's the guy that uh, could break the slate, most likely to break the slate, in the event that he were to go nuts. And it's only a $2 difference between him and Kittle. That's kind of a little strange to me. Trey Lance being out there, I think, is probably not as good of a thing here for uh, for Kittle. I mean, we're going to see Trey Lance cut into a little bit of passing volume purely because he's going to make plays on the run. He's going to have 10, 12 rushing attempts. It's kind of what you're looking at in as like an upside for a game like this. He had seven in that one half of football uh, last week out. So we're looking at maybe, you know, uh, projecting him for six to eight and an upside of 12. I just think that that makes Kittle just a little bit more difficult at 15.6%. I would rather be over on Waller than over on Kittle, I believe. But you said $21 for, for Kittle and Hawkinson, of course, in a vacuum. If we're talking straight up, yeah, I prefer Kittle. But TJ Hawkinson, sub 3%, when we saw in weeks one and two, 11 and nine targets, this is a bad offense in a good game environment, you know, uh, up against Minnesota that's just kind of not a good secondary it's just not going to be a good team this entire season as much as it pains me to say that out loud but tj hawkinson at sub three percent has a crazy amount of upside if everybody else is going to be going above them to the kittle and the waller section i will take tj hawkinson and, and try to make that a thing uh, i'm happy to be taking my shots there so your value with Rob Gronkowski out, you were talking about the Bucks game before Cam Brate, make Cam Brate yeah. again. He is seven and a half percent X, 7.5 X. Uh, and uh, Ricky Seals Jones, he's 6.3 X. Anthony Ferkser, when we talk about those absences for Tennessee, he's right there as well. It's six X plus. What do you think of the value guys? 
So, I mean, this is just really, does Darren Waller at $23 put up more than a wide receiver or a running back that you could get at equal value? Because otherwise, in a lot of lineups, I'd be looking at getting to this $10 range, specifically Cameron Brait. We have him for 1%. I would be floored if he ended up at 1% and I would want to have a, a crazy amount of him. Sure, we saw six targets, two receptions last time out, but no Rob Gronkowski in a game environment where it's not pouring, where it's not, you know, uh, Tom Brady going back to the place where he, the, the place that he literally built. I mean, Cameron Bray is just way, way undervalued at 1%. I love that call. Ricky Seals Jones don't really want to be going that direction. Kind of the next guy in the grouping, Anthony Ferkser becomes another conversation point. I think we did see five targets for him last time out. You're going to be looking at a possibility. We know there's going to be no Julio Jones there. We don't know about Westbrook Akina. AJ Brown is back, but there's got to be some kind of equity there for Anthony Ferkser at $10 to just kind of beat the other $10 players at the position. I mean, OJ Howard as well is, is just sitting down there. He won't even probably see the field. We didn't really see him at all last time out either. And for me, it's Cameron Brader bust at 1%. But if that ownership were to come up a little bit on him, I would probably be looking at going to Ferkser. I think he would make some sense at $10. But that whole middle range of tight end, you can try to identify who's going to catch the touchdowns. But best of luck to you. I have no idea. Let's go to the DSTs then, and that is uh, the number one projected for almost 10 points, Patriots, taking on the hapless Texans. Both teams are one and three, but the Texans obviously much more of a rebuild situation than the Pats are specifically in. $16, the Steelers are also $16, taking on the Broncos, about eight projected points. Panthers in that same vicinity with the Eagles in that game. you got to pay uh, up a little bit, $18. No question, though, Patriots are going to be the chalky DST this weekend. As they should. It's $16 for them. I mean, if you go to other sites, uh, you're looking at $4,900 on the site that starts with a D. On mm -hmm. uh, the site that starts with an F, you're looking at them being 5 k So, I mean, comparatively, uh, you're, you can get access to them over on the one that starts with an F as well. But Yahoo! Looking at the board right there, sixteen dollars. Why that one? <laughs> the one that starts with a Y uh, that we really want to be talking about here. Sixteen dollars. I mean, sixteen dollars. It's like in tournaments. You go, you I'm go all have Jim to... Moore on us. Like that. Wow. Fifteen dollars. Fifteen dollars. We can't even get a defense. Uh, Patriots. I can't do it. I can't do it in tournaments. Ten dollars. Washington football team. I can't do it in tournaments. I think having one or the other in a cash setting is fine. If you're going to play cash over on Yahoo, those are your two defenses. That's about it. I'm going to be below the field on both of them. Give me the field in something that is not that projectable from a defensive uh, standpoint. We're trying to identify who's going to win a tournament, who can get a bunch of pressure. Sure, the Patriots going up against Houston, huge mismatch. Washington up against New Orleans, against Jameis Winston, who's never throwing the ball anyway, huge mismatch. But I just don't want to play two 20% uh, rostered defenses in tournaments. It just makes no sense to me. You literally have 40% of the field going their direction. And then if you throw the Packers into that equation too against Cincinnati, because they're down at $11, that's 55% of lineups that you basically are saying, all right, we'll write off those three. Give me the other, how many teams would that be? Quick math, 19 teams on this slate. Give me the 19 teams every single time. I was going to mention Washington to you. 6X projected Packers 5.9. So those are your value DSTs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And again, if you want to talk about cash, it's a completely different uh, kind of situation. But most people that are tuning in, they want to know some tournament plays. I'm looking at the Vikings going up against Detroit. They're at $15, getting at 3%. 
We know how incompetent Jared Goff is, and they have not shied away from just airing the ball out a lot, given a lot of it to the running back position over the course of four weeks. But uh, if Jared Goff is going to be out there passing it 35 times, you got to like the Vikings as bad as their defense has been. You got to like taking some shots on them to, to possibly put up a pick six, something in that kind of a spot. So uh, underneath 5%, I really like them. And the last one to really talk about, the Cowboys are underneath 1%. We just saw Diggs go nuts last time out, and I'm not expecting many teams to want to go out and pick on him. But considering, considering Daniel Jones is getting so much roster ship over on Yahoo, I love getting to the defense on the other side, get a little bit of correlation going up against them. $17, people might not want to pay that extra dollar uh, going from the Patriots up to them, but that's exactly why you should do it. Before we go, a little uh, optimal talk right now here and uh, taking a look at it. I mean, obviously, it's a lot of the names we've already talked about. In fact, I don't think there's anybody in this lineup that we haven't talked about. And I won't review the whole lineup, make people uh, work for it a little bit here. But I will tell you, guys that are 20 plus per- you know, per- percent uh, projected roster ship here. You got DJ Moore, Darren Waller, Alvin Kamara, and of course, we just talked about it, the Patriots DST. So everybody else, including some value at the quarterback position, surprise, surprise, I will tell you. But what do you think of the uh, those those very chalky numbers and the fact that you'll notice I did not mention Derrick Henry, who we you know raved about earlier, who's going to be very highly owned. He's not in the optimal. He's not in the optimal, but I think in tournaments, I don't think it's going to shy anybody away to go from Kamara up to Henry. Guys, this is just a completely different situation that we've never seen for Kamara. And maybe this is the week where he goes completely nuts. But 22.8% for him as opposed to, uh, we just got our, our one, 31.6% for Derrick Henry. Those two things are not equal. I want the Derrick Henry side way, way more. And I think you should too. All right, very good. Well, with that, it's time for us to go because uh, that's what they tell us. It's, it's time to leave. But we hope you enjoyed this. And we implore you to go back, relive it, watch it, review it, all that stuff while this news is still relevant, which I think for the next little while it will be because these games don't begin until Sunday and there's much more news to come out in the uh, hours and days ahead. So we want to thank Tyler, our producer, who's uh, I think still awake. Yeah. Yeah. So yep, there he is. Awake. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. He's got a coffee. That's why. And uh, Eric, who's I mean, he, he put in triple the, the work, the prep for this show just because he felt so bad about earlier. But I think it it reflected. I think you should skip that show more often. So you can, uh, you know, just come like that next <laughs> level of prep here for this show when we're together Fridays at three. This is good. Tyler's upset with me. Uh, I was supposed to be out with Tyler. And he's just like, you, you ruined my morning. So there's that. <laughs> yeah. And he's yelling. Was... And yeah, I can't hear you, Tyler. Can't hear you. Sorry, buddy. Turn on your mic. You're going to yell at him <laughs> at least. All right. I'll plan <laughs> to be back with you guys on Thursday next week. More Yahoo Talk with Ehrenberg. Fridays, of course, with Eric. Look forward to that. Thanks for being with us. Good luck this weekend. And uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.